Welcome to Tamarindo Podcast. Un podcast para ti y para mí. Tamarindo Podcast is your hosts, Luis Octavio and Brenda Gonzalez. And we are your socially conscious talk show with a Latino vibe. We are amigos talking politics, food, music, and life. Welcome! On this very special Valentine's Day episode, you're going to hear Luis and Brenda catch up on what they've been watching on the television. Mm. You're going to hear from the amazing YouTube star known as Eddie G, or also as Tiburcio. Tiburcio. Yes, if it, um, before you listen to this episode, you should probably pause and Google Eddie G and check out the videos of Tiburcio. Yes. He's this really fun uh, YouTube character that has gotten a lot of fame as of late. We invited the Tiburcio character to uh, lead us be the host of a really fun little game that we did to get to see how, how much we know our partners. Exactly. So that's really fun. We also had Tiburcio give a little bit of love advice. Yes. And he also showed us a couple of dance moves that we posted on our Instagram. Yes, that's right. By the time you listen to this, some of you might have already seen it, but you can go back and check out our previous stuff at Tamarindo Podcast on Instagram. So that's our, our episode. And I have a couple things. There's also a bonus surprise that we're going to release for you in a separate episode. So look out for that. And we're really excited to go back. So this is our Valentine's Day episode. Con mucho, mucho amor. Hola! Hi! Hola. Hi, everybody! I know it's been a while since you've heard some fresh new stuff with Luis here oh, in El Estudio. Uh, this is Tamarindo Podcast. We're so glad that you're listening in. We took a little break and we're back. We have so much great stuff for this. I guess you can call it a season of Tamarindo. <laughs> and Tamarindo is always in season, but we're going to have some more, some more good stuff. But Luis, since it's been a while and maybe there's some new fans because we've been featured on Remezcla and a lot, a lot of people have talked about the show. What's been the latest with you? I know it's been some time. So what's new with no. you, Luis? ¿Qué pasa? It's been forever, I feel like, since we were just here um, or last year. I I mean, it, it's, it's you know what, what's crazy is I've been to a couple of events and I started to hear people talk about the Marindo. Wait, you went, actually you went to a, a, a podcast launch, right? Yes, With our, our yes. amigas, one of them, Betsy Aime, who's Betsy been on the show. and Luz Warrior. They just launched their podcast, The um, uh, Women Who who Misbehave. Yeah, they have a really cool logo. They, it is. Although, really cool. Tamarindo's pretty cool, too. <laughs> yeah, so they um, invited us to their launch party. Pues I fui de colado. And it was I, actually, was, I was in Mexico at the time, yeah. so I missed out. And it was actually pretty cool because we were talk I was talking to some people and then um, a couple of them were like, hey, are you from Tamarindo Podcast? And they were like, hey, well, where's Brenda? And That's so, cool. People know us. Yeah. So shout out to Meli at Meli Hill on Instagram because she was like, hey, ¿qué onda? ¿Cómo estás? Um, but yeah, so it's it's been pretty cool. And, and people hitting us up on Instagram also like, hey, when is the next podcast going to come out? When is the next episode? So um, it's finally here, Dia de, yeah. San Dia de San Valentin. I want to describe to you guys that Luis is wearing a beautiful hat that has un corazón, a little heart, and he's wearing a t-shirt with a corazón. Ay, well, pues es que es nuestro episodio de San Valentin. Yeah, St. <laughs> Valentine's Day. So what do you normally do for Valentine's Day? Uh... I don't really like to go out anywhere or do anything because everything is packed and mm -hmm. it's just, you know, I feel like I always say that. Que no hago nada. Yeah. <laughs> like, no Christmas, no nada, but... The Grinch. <laughs> I say, seriously, seriously. I really am not, pero 
Um, no, we're not going to do anything. I mean, just, you know, cuddle, just cuddle. Get a, yeah, very or cool. As, or as the Colombianos say, arrunchar. Ay, qué rico. <laughs> qué rico. Well, for, you know, Ooh. for producer Jeff, I told him for Valentine's Day, I just want him to release this episode. So if you're hearing this on Valentine's Day, cumplido. Yes, cumplido. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Cumplido, cumplido. <laughs> cumplido, cumplido. Well, let me also tell you some other things that I've been up to, Luis. Um, been watching a lot of television. Oh yeah! Yes, we're watching the, la televisión. So I I watched the the show one day at a time. Okay. And, and the reason I watched it, I, I really had no idea about it. But my my boss actually told me about it. She's she's a, a ten, ten years older than us, so she's a little generation, just a little ahead of us. So <laughs> she knew the original show, which okay. I, I I never saw that show. Uh, and so and so I was intrigued. She said there was like a remake of this this show, one day at a time, uh, where the original show was about a single mom, and mm-hmm. there's like a neighbor that's like a a father figure almost. And so they kind of took those elements and they remade this, except for it's a it's a Cuban family, right. and it's got Rita Moreno, who's a legend, and uh, it's based in Boyle Heights, and and it's got that same format where it's it's a, a sitcom where with the a laugh the laugh track and all that. So I gave it a shot. I gotta say that the first episode, I was like, mm, I don't know about this, but I I stuck it. I stuck through it, and I saw all of it mostly. And I'll tell you specifically why I kept going because I was tweeting about it. And one of the writers literally tweeted at me and said, "No, keep watching." <laughs> so because of that, um, so I guess it works, guys. They're yeah. actually tweeting at people. So I watched the, the whole, the rest of it, and um, I actually cried. Okay, I don't even, I'm like, believe me, it takes me forever for me to cry. But the last episode, I really did cry. It's um, um, it's really sweet, especially because there's a little bit of like a young que- queer teenage girl. Mm-hmm. And um, all of it kind of comes to, to a really nice closing for that, for the end of the first season. So it started off with the, the quince and it ends with the quince. And it was really, really quite sweet. Um, some of the, the surrounding characters around the family are a little like ridiculous and they don't like they don't exist in real life. Um, but beyond that, I thought it was I thought it was a really sweet story. And so I, I suggest watching it. And, and really every episode gets a little bit better than the last. So that's one thing I've been doing. I've been watching a lot of television. I just I got to keep it light with the, how serious <laughs> the world is around I just, us. Uh, survived like three episodes of that show. <laughs> like I, I just I, I didn't get into it. I didn't. I don't know. No más no me no me movió el tapete. Yeah. You know? But that other show though that you uh, requested to watch and we did an Insta story, which people really liked. Which show is that? Tell everybody. Juana Inés. Yes. On Netflix. Uh-huh. And it's about Sor Juana Inés. Which I didn't who is, know. Who is she? Exactly. For people I mean, that don't know. I, I, didn't, I mean, you I didn't knew a little know. bit, right? She's on a on a bill. She, uh, that's all I know. I know that she's on a you know on a bill in in Mexico, and uh, and that every time somebody says like, "Hey, let's go halfers," they always go Sor Juana. Oh, I've never heard yeah, that expression they, they, before. They, they, they uh, move their hand across their chest and they say "Una Sor Juana." What? I had never I no heard idea that. Why, but those are the only two times that I've heard of her name. Interesting. And obviously El Rompope, you know? Yeah, this, yeah, this yeah. On the on the Rompope. But dude, I was I watched that whole You finished it? In one that night that we started. Wow. Well, I'm only I'm halfway through, but yeah, every episode gets a little bit better than the last. I do I do like it. And in fact, it's so funny because I was walking with some of my coworkers and we were kind of talking about um Latinos in film and how really you know, we don't really have amazing movies, at least as of late. I think the last, like, super amazing, amazing Latino movie maybe was, like, Y Tu Mama También or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think we've had anything 
quite as great as that. So we so I we were talking about well, what would be a really good story, a compelling story? And I said, well, you know what, la historia de, de Sor Juana Inez, yes. um, because I uh, the, this is what I knew of her before watching the series. I just knew that she was a nun that loved science and uh, in and would write this this poetry, these verses that were really insulting the royalty and insulting the church. But it was so smart that people. This is what I understood in my conceptions mm-hmm. that people didn't even understand that she was making fun of them. Like it was that good. And then something about like they didn't let her learn anymore so she like volunteered to take care of the super sick so that she would die that's what that's what i thought i didn't know the things that i'm seeing in the show which is that she was a lesbian yes. um that she you know really had no as a woman didn't have any other choice but to get into the court or get into the convent so it's it's really fascinating so i i think that well, show is also great to watch i think she wanted to get into the court to have access to higher education that was her original plan. But then as as and this is according to Netflix, right, <laughs> according to the show. But I guess, you know, once they found out that she was super duper smart and obviously there were women could not be uh, could not outsmart a man. Right. And that's why I, they sent her to the convent. They locked her down. Mm-hmm. And so it's I just fascinating. Everybody I just should think watch now it. Her story is amazing. And I'm like a huge fan now. And. I'm going to go to Mexico in a couple of, uh, of weeks, and I'm definitely going to buy one or two books Very to cool. find out more. Well, a couple of Netflix recommendations. Hey, Netflix, you can throw some cash. Um, so that we wanted to catch up, and, and so it's great that we caught up on a couple of those things. But I don't want to delay our, our fabulous episode. There's going to be a lot to cover, which we already told you what you're going to listen to. So let's go on to the rest of our love episode. Love. Welcome to Tamarindo, Tamarindo Podcast. Hey, you guys. We are so excited about this because we have Eddie G in the house, also known as Tiburcio. Bienvenido, Eddie. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me. So I first saw you, obviously, like many people on YouTube with you, your crazy, funny videos. And Brenda has been singing this Turn around. <laughs> Way before Eddie G got into the studio, or Tiburcio. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a catchy ass song, it's right? A like you guys, freaking song, man, dude. Like, you know, have that in my head for the rest of 2017. That 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 was the idea. That was the okay, idea. Well, you would have it ingrained in your brain. Like the thing is, like a lot of people heard those songs. Way back in the day when they I first know. came out, and then they completely forgot about them. But you it's know? in your DNA. It's in your DNA, dude. It's it's like you grew up with it. You're gonna pass it on to the kids. That's why the kids love the song so much. Because it's yeah. like you know, I don't know why I love this song. I've never heard <laughs> it before. It's in your DNA. It's in your DNA, bro. You know what? It's so funny because yes, absolutely. Cuando yeah. quebraditas were a, like the thing, right? Mm. Like, I remember going to the swap meets because um, había bandas en vivo. And I used to be one of those quebradita kids. I used to have, like, my chicotito down the side. I couldn't say that I was... (laughs) I couldn't say that I was from Defe, Uh but I took my dad's um, state, so mine would say Guerrero. 
just to kind of that's you know, awesome, make, dude. Make uh, be uh, fitting more in more authentic. Yeah. And my hat y todo el rollo. Todo. Did you do the spinny thing with a hat? Hey, I I can do that up to this day. Uh, I can do that. We're gonna have a challenge. With my hat, like the hat, the finger, <laughs> and then my foot twirling in the back. Yeah, I can do that. Dude, you guys just posted a clip not so long ago about uh, quebradita. Yeah, Dude, like I saw that, that clip, dude, and that's me. No, funny enough. No, really, that's me. Really, <laughs> funny <laughs> enough. I was looking at that, going like, wait a minute, did they? Did they get this video clip from when I used to dance at the swap meet? Because, you know, my... So, funny story, right? Uh-huh. My uh, my padrino, who's also my uncle, uh, he had a, gr- a group, uh-huh. un grupo, you know? And it was, they used to play, like, Camarón Pelón. You know, so, like, all those all those songs that, you know, like, I, I still love to this day. But when the whole Quebradita thing came out... Mm-hmm. Um, the Quebradita broke? Yeah, <laughs> Do you have it? Do you have Jeff? Do you have the? Quebradita, for those of you who don't know, means to break, literally. And it was it's kind of like this style of dance where, you know, you would do a lot of kind of acrobatics and stuff like that. But you needed to have a partner back in the day. It's like the Mexican you know? Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it really exactly. Was. Really, really, for real. Like some of those those tricks were really impressive. To this day, like people still dance like that. I and cannot just, make uh, my my freaking knee do that right now. Uh, yeah, no. both no, at the same are time. You kidding no? Me? <laughs> no, and I think if you did it back in the day, you probably can do it now. Yeah, because uh, your you knees know, are all kind of surgery. Exactly. Quebradita ten twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah, you literally are broken know, today. Your knees now are like destrozados. <laughs> yeah, you, you know the the first time I saw you two in person because I met you first through like many of us yeah. through YouTube videos. Um, and uh, but the first time I met you was at the Hispanicize LA last year, mm. where they brought um, many social media influencers who did either videos or posted memes or you know mm. did all sorts of things and um that's where i also saw karina luna for the first time oh yeah you had her on the podcast uh, right and and so i thought that your uh presentation what you were talking about was really interesting um but i felt like obviously you were talking as divorcio right at at that at that event i think you were 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 you dressed as no 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 that was that was me that was me eddie g yeah tell tell us about what you do we've been talking about we haven't actually (laughs) yeah so so i'm uh i call i consider myself an artiste i'm just kidding that's very pompous right no (laughs) No, but i you know i'm i'm a video creator i've been doing video for a very very long time and then um in about i think it was 2012 2013 i started doing youtube videos because i was you know i had a a steady job i was making great money and stuff like that but you know i wasn't really happy uh creatively you know i felt like there was a lot of limitations on on my creativity and i've always been kind of a creative person to music and art and you know all kinds of stuff and uh so i'm you know i started making these videos and putting them online just kind of seeing what the reaction was and i remember the one of the first videos that i made was uh this series called uh, stupid things people do on facebook and and i literally asked my friends like all right i have these these things that i can do videos about turning 30 stupid things uh stupid things people do on facebook i can't remember what the third one was uh-huh. and people chose that you know stupid things uh, people do on facebook and i just you know went on a rant you know and and uh so that was kind of like the start of the YouTube channel. And then, you know, after doing a few of these things, um, I kind of felt like, man, I don't want to be cr- just critical. You know, I, I don't want to be, be destructive. Like, I want to, you know, I to complain. Right. Yeah. Like, and, the, and I think that's kind of where where society is almost at this at this point in time where, you know, people aren't doing anything. 
uh, but they like to complain about it. And I didn't want to do that. I wanted, you know, if I'm going to be doing this, like I have to have a purpose. So I shifted my strategy and it was about um, knowledge, uh, knowledge about the culture, knowledge about just you know, life things and doing it in a, in a funny way. So that was kind of the, that I call my followers knowledge bombers because a lot of the people that follow, still follow that original channel. And and to this day, people hit me up and say like, Hey, we wanted like more knowledge bombs, more stuff where you talk about serious topics in a funny way. Um, but, um, you know, maybe about a couple of years ago, I did a, a few videos with uh, this character that I created named Tiburcio. And uh, Tiburcio is kind of a collection of all these people in my life. You know, my dad. He, there's a little bit of my dad in there. The dancer, my dad is the, the total dancer, you know. Um, that's who I picked up all my dance moves from. And if you see videos of my nice. dad dancing, it's like, that is Tiburcio, you know. Uh, the crankiness is like one of my uncles. Like, there's, you know, I, I won't point out who it is. But, uh, but we all have people like this in our lives right like that and I think that's why people connected with that character and then I was faced with this dilemma like there's this serious thing that I want to do with my channel OMG it's EDG but I also I love comedy I love making people laugh I love dancing I love doing all these things so I split the channel about a year ago I think uh and um a lot of people still to this day don't know that Tiburcio is me uh and actually some sometimes like when people find out that you know, I am Tiburcio, they will leave a comment like, I don't like Eddie G, but I love Tiburcio, you know? (laughs) And and (laughs) yeah, it's, it's one and the same. I'm, you know, I think like we all have that in us where we can channel, you know, the smart person. We can channel the, you know, the goofy person. We can like, and it, it, it's all kind of in, in the context. So for me, um, you know, I'm trying to do, uh, this knowledge thing with OMG, it's Eddie G still comedy still, but it's a little bit more, um, it, it hits a different demographic, you know, and uh, Tiburcio is just kind of like everybody's Mexican uncle. Even if you're not Mexican, like you have a Mexican <laughs> uncle, comedy. right? There's comedy. Too. Yeah. So that's kind of the background behind those two, because the OMG said EG and Tiburcio, a lot of people, you know, they, they think it's kind of the same. But now it's two different entities. Yeah. And you were sharing with us earlier that there's a lot of children are following it. What, what do you think? Yeah. To that. Uh, you know, that was very unexpected. Um, I did a video way back. It's actually one of the first videos that I did. It was about uh, Dia de los Muertos. And uh, I went to uh, Plaza de la Raza, and, I, and you know there were, some, there were some altars there. I interviewed this lady, and she was talking about this altar, this, this masterpiece that these kids who were in jail... Uh, made and it was you know it was very deep i'm i'm having this conversation with her and she's telling me about you know these kids are in jail and they feel like they're the the living dead like people just forget about them uh and and it's a very impactful piece and teachers picked it up and they started showing it in classrooms and i would start getting messages like hey i showed this video in my classroom or hey my teacher showed this video in in class and and so i was like whoa crap like i have all these videos where i'm i'm you know <laughs> saying all this all this all this profanity know. all this yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, <that's... laughs> you know actually tibusio is, is very clean He's i'm the potty mouth oh it's oh, yeah. Okay. Eddie Eddie G. G. yeah. He, he will say fregados i would say chingados you know and there's a difference yeah there's a difference there's a difference so but um yeah like there's this unintended audience i think that i i acquired through some of the content and it's great and the only problem with that is that now, when I create content, I have to think about, oh, well, yeah, like, what if kids are watching this? And, you know, and and once in a while, I'll 
throw stuff out there like maybe about a month ago i did this this video it's a kind of a funny video and i put it on the omg city g channel uh about uh santa claus uh and it was uh eddie g telling these two kids uh what happened to Santa Claus? And he got shocked because he landed in the wrong side of the, the uh, Los Angeles, and you know he was wearing the wrong colors. And oh, oh no, and, <laughs> red, yeah. Uh, blue, yeah, yeah. So the wrong colors, buddy. And so I said, you know, and that's why you didn't get shit for Christmas. <laughs> and uh, and I, and you know, I didn't censor. I made that decision very last minute. I was like, well, you know, I am talking to to these well, kids. You know, I, started, oh, wait, so you... I started cussing when I was in fourth grade. So, yes, and I never stopped. I, I think everybody does, but. Yeah. Yeah. The parents don't really want you to, right? Yeah. But, so you had the kids right in front of you, and you're like, that's why you didn't get shit? Yeah, that's why you didn't get shit for Christmas, because Santa Claus got got shot. And, you know, the <laughs> the whole thing with that was um, parents lied to kids about Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. So my lie was just a little bit more creative, you know? And and, and I, I kind of had posed a question to to people in my, my friends group, like, is it okay to lie to kids about Santa Claus. And, uh, you know, this is, I remember this being traumatic. I don't know about you yeah. guys when you guys were growing up. but It is pretty traumatic. Yeah. Yeah, it's an elaborate scheme. Yeah, but, but you know, it's supposed to teach you, like, about believing in magic and, you know, this. I know, what is <laughs> I think it's very. and disappointment. The, yeah, <laughs> for real, though. It, it no, is kind of like your first glimpse at Real life, like yo, this is life, right? People lie to you. Your parents are are jerks, man. (laughs) That's funny. So yeah, in this whole thing with with um, with kids now being part of the audience is is something that I keep in mind. But but I also do stuff um, knowing who my audience is. I know that a lot of my uh, the people that that follow my my videos, they talk to their kids. They curse sometimes in front of their kids, you know, and, and so they're, you know, we're not saints. Uh, I remember like one of my cousins, when I made a video early on, um, I, I told her like, Hey, so I, I might be saying, you know, cursing and stuff like that. It's like, dude, I say worse stuff in front of my kids all the time. Not that it, you know, makes her a bad parent, but it's just like, I think it's different. Like when I was growing up, my dad would have smacked the shit out of me. If he heard me say the Shit right now, you know, and, and he still reminds me. He's like, mijo, you know, uh, así no lo 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 acostumbré, así no lo crié, you know, and and so you kind of get, you feel like this guilt for kind of being yourself. But you know what? Sometimes a, a fuck slips out, a shit slips out when you're very passionate, Maybe you know. The first word my mom learned was shit. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That's so funny that you mentioned that because right now. Um, we have a toddler in the house. It's my 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 uh, brother's kid. He's two years old, uh-huh. and so it's funny because now we're like, oh, f- 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 <laughs> like we catch ourselves, and then this kid repeats everything. Yeah. And so the word that he's using right now is fuck, fuck. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, no, no, don't. And I know it. you say that a lot, Luis. I do, <laughs> I do, I do. I say. You're corrupting kids, Louise. That's what you're doing. Well, tell us more about Eddie G. Where did you grow up? Um, how did you get into this? Yeah, so I, my background's kind of a little bit interesting in that uh, I was born here in the States. I was born in, in Los Angeles, but when I was nine months old, my dad and my mom decided to go to Mexico. Okay. And so I actually grew up in Mexico for 10 years in Durango. Okay. Where, el Duranguense. Yeah, El Duranguense. Well, you, Chicago, right? Well, but yeah, but it's it's a lot. I have family members that are actually 
you know, very close to to some of those folks in those groups because the La Sierra, you know, it's yeah. yeah. So I grew up in La Sierra, and and uh, so a lot of these things that I talk about, I, I talk about from experience, you know, and kind of seeing the the good stuff that comes out of them, the bad stuff that comes out of it. Um, and um, you know, when I was ten years old, I came to the states, and uh, it was just. A, a culture shock mm -hmm. is 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 not even close enough to kind of the stuff that I encountered. Yeah, when I was in Mexico, um, I stood out because I was lighter skinned and and people called me el pocho, you know, because they they <laughs> found out my parents came from the states and stuff like that, and uh, I would get picked on there. When I came to the states, I would get picked on because I was Mexican. chunty, you know, <laughs> and I like quebradita and you know, and I had hair like like I have right now, and they called it a fro, you know, because all the kids that I grew up with, you know, ninety eight percent Mexican American, a lot of people were in, in gangs, a lot of the kids were in gangs and stuff, heads. baggy pants and stuff. <laughs> um, and uh, I kind of, you know, stood out in, in that way. And uh, so I got picked on there. So I, ne I never felt like I, I quite fit in anywhere. And it wasn't until I started embracing this, the, kind of the difference and just being myself that, that good things started happening. You know, and I think a perfect example of that is Tibucio. Tibucio is, it, it comes from, he comes from a very genuine place. These are, are, again, people that I grew up with, people that I know being channeled through this, this uh, character. And I think that's why he connects so much with people, Absolutely. you know. Yeah, we love we love Tiburcio. Yeah. Okay, well, hate Eddie G, but Tiburcio's no, kind of. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. So every, everybody can find you, find your two channels on YouTube. Uh, it's what, EddieG.com, right? That's the blessed place, uh, place to OMG. go. OMG. OMG, yeah. it's Eddie G. Yeah, OMG, it's EddieG.com. Uh, and I think the easiest way to find my stuff is YouTube.com slash EddieG is my stuff, and YouTube.com slash Tiburcio. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. All right. So we, we're coming to the close of our interview. We have the, the same questions that we ask all our guests. Mm -hmm. So I can ask the first one. What is your go-to favorite snack? Oh, man. Okay. So I've heard this question asked before, and, and I struggled with it. I was like, man, this is an existential dilemma right here because <laughs> it's going to go down on my permanent record. <laughs> but growing up, like Duvaline, like that was yeah, my favorite, Duvaline. you know. Duvaline is what I was crazy about them. Now that I'm older, I think like... Arroz con leche is still because it reminds me of my childhood. Uh, yeah. Duvalin, fresa or chocolate? Ah, fresa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The chocolate one, I was like, nah. It's it was all about the fresa when I was growing up. Yeah. <laughs> what else? Perfect. So, uh, if you had a telenovela, what would the name of that telenovela be? Or if you were the main character in this telenovela, what would the name of your character be? Well. That that's an easy one, Tiburcio. You know, Tiburcio would be the character's name, and he would have his own novela. <laughs> yeah, Las Aventuras de Tiburcio Adventures is is a series that that is on the you know the channel, and so um, it is my my version of a telenovela. You know, so I'm I'm not waiting for someone to sign me. I'm creating the novela. That's awesome, yeah. you created your own telenovela. Yeah. Well, maybe we can you know make guest appearances in this telenovela. I, I could be the chofer. <laughs> Jover, bro. Like, no, man. We got to go to the, the swap meet. The, you know, Tiburcio is a very oh big fan God. of the swap meet. That would be great. And I'll be your dance partner. <laughs> uh, so finally, if you had a chancla to throw, and it could be a person, thing, concept, who gets mm. your chancla? Okay. I would say that the chancla would go to the collective that is content creators content creators content creators <laughs> yeah i'm including myself in that because you know what um 
there's a lot of stuff that's been happening, obviously politically and stuff like that. And and a lot of us that that are in a position to say things, to do things, often are are afraid to speak up or or don't for you know whatever our reasons are. I remember having this conversation with a very big big influencer, and you know I was trying to to get this influencer to to help me with this video that I was doing, and it had a political slant to it, and um, and the reason for not participating in it was because of brand opportunities he might or she might miss, and. I was like, I understand it, but you know what? Sometimes we need to be knocked upside the head to to realize, like, yo, we have this opportunity right now, and uh, and sometimes we need to go beyond ourselves and and look at what's happening to our, our, our community, to our country, to our environment, you know, to just to people, and uh, and and we need a little bit of a chancla chancla (laughs) upside the head to to knock us into doing something you know and so myself included you know I I kind of froze after the the election like many of us did and I was like holy crap this is actually happening and I I don't know what to do I don't know what to do and and we got to get beyond that and and uh and take risks you know because if we don't do it those people that don't have a platform, those people that don't have the the skill to be able to put together messages for for people to consume, um, you know, they they have no hope. You know, that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Well, we we enjoyed having you here. Uh, we can't wait to check out more of your stuff. And thank you for sharing your website. We'll put all of this in our show notes. So thank you. Yeah, that's yes. Thank you guys. It was fun. So think, sticking with our Valentine's Day theme, we thought that we would have Mr. Tiburcio lead us in a lovely, fun little contest. Tell us about the contest, Luis. So in this contest, we're going to see how well you and Jeff know each other and Fernando and I know each other. Mm-hmm. And, and Tiburcio is going to be our amazing host. Our juez. Okay. And if, if you're new to the podcast, Jeff, producer Jeff, is my lovely husband, Brenda's husband. And Fernando is? My partner. Yeah, so we'll find out. I wonder, I think, I have a feeling that Jeff and I know each other a little bit better than you and Fernando, you Híjole, think? vamos a ver. Uh, hopefully, ninguno de nosotros ends up divorced. Divorcio, divorcio, In- divorcio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Take it away. Eh, hello, amigos. Aquí estamos con Luis y Fernando. Yo, yo introduzco, ¿no? Sí, sí, dale. Eh, este, y vamos a ver. We gonna see how good they know each other, ¿verdad? Eh, eh, son, son, son novios, esposos, están casados o cómo? Sí, somos partners. Partners, acá, ¿verdad? Hace cinco yeah. años. A ver, ¿quién, ¿quién conoce más del otro? Who knows more about the other than, than, than the other? Que yo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Empezando peleas. We starting the fight right here. Okay. I'm going to ask you a question and then and then we see, okay? Okay, a ver. Uh, yo apuesto que, que Luis sabe más. A ver. <laughs> si Luis... Eh, I do in Spanish or in English. No, I do in English, okay? Okay, okay. <laughs> este, if Luis used the word to describe you, what would it be? A ver. Okay. Y, y, y al revés, ¿sabes? Lo vamos a hacer después. Okay, yo ya tengo mi palabra. Okay. Yeah? Okay. So the word I used to describe Fernando is... Wait, 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 wait. You got to show him at the same time. Re- okay, ready, set, and... Honest. ¿Y tú? Uh, passionate. Pa- oh, okay. Eh. <laughs> uh, si es que el, el este... 
Eres honesto, ¿verdad? Pero apasionado te falta. ¿Eh? No estamos empezando bronca. We're not starting a fight here, but you need to be more passionate. ¿Verdad? ¿Verdad? A ver, ok, entonces, ¿quién, ¿a quién le va el punto? No puntos, oh, okay. no, no, no tuvimos la misma palabra. Ok. Ok, pregunta número dos. Dice, Fernando. Oh, no. Sí, Fernando, what celebrity does Luis have a crush on? Ese no lo entendí, ¿eh? Pero ustedes saben de qué quiere decir eso. Yes. Ok. What celebrity? Right, ready? Yes. Ok. Ah, dice Ricky Martin, <laughs> Luis Gerardo Méndez, híjole. Luis Gerardo Méndez. Ah, ¿Quién es ese? El de la novela. ¿Cuál novela? Siempre hablo de Biri Biri, no, de ese es Selena, ¿verdad? Pero de ah. Ricky Martin, de Shake Your Bomb Bomb. Yeah. Ándele. Ay, no. ¿Alguien, alguien está castigado ahora, eh. A ver. Van, a, van a salir de aquí peleados, se me hace. Vengan a Camari here fighting. Fernando, what candy would Luis use to describe your love life? And there's options. A. Uh, sour patch. B. Pop rock. C. Fundip. Fundip. De hot tamales. A ver, ¿qué, a ver qué dice. Ok, ready? One, two, three. Pop rock. Ah, híjole. Is it because I'm mexicano? You like tamales. Híjole. The question was to describe our love life, not lo que me gusta comer. <laughs> <laughs> You guys have some work to do. I know. Well, sí, bueno. For putting me on the spot here. <laughs> okay, amigos, is is uh is very very bad, ¿verdad? Because they not know each other, pero se me hace que después de esta pelea van a superar. They gonna get better after this fight, eh? Okay, amigos, aquí estamos con Brenda y Jeff, and and, and they gonna play this game to see how they know each other. Okay, how how good they know, ¿verdad? Jeff, si la cagas, no sé si habla español, pero si la cagas, vas a dormir en la casa del perro ahora. A ver, sí, oh, sí me entendió, sí, he laughing, ¿verdad? A ver, ok, Jeff, if Brenda used one word to describe you, what would it be? ¿Verdad? Ok, una palabra. Nada más, nada más una palabra, ¿verdad? Mm. Ok, tell us when you, how long do we have? Este, you, you have three, two, one. Eh, espérame, todo está escribiendo un poco despacio. Ok. Eh, dice géneros and the other say passionate. Híjole. Oh, so, it's, uh, the word that I would use to describe you. Yeah. You think that I would say that you're generous? Yeah. Oh, ok. Well, I say you're passionate. Well, I like that. That's good. Uh, no, no. Is you, no. Uh, what, what word you think he would say, no? About me? About oh, you. yes. Ok. Well. Ah, es, es que no le entendiste las instrucciones. Ah, este, no, you no, get no, half no, a no, point. Half a point. Una, una más. A ver. A ver, otra vez. A ver. Espérame. I ask you a new question. Eh. Okay. So this is okay. for me. Yes. Describing her. Yes. If, and I, and you too, eh? what word he would say, About describe me. you, pero espérame, espérame, les voy a cambiar la, la pregunta. Okay. Okay. What word would you describe Brenda's cooking? Oh, 
Oh. Okay. What word would you say to describe Brenda's cooking? Okay, ready? Ready? No, no. Listos. Okay, sí. A ver, a las tres. Dice, dice Brenda, creativo y luego... Jeff dice delicioso, creativo. It's, it's not the right answer, but it's not the wrong answer tampoco. You're not getting kicked out tonight, ¿verdad? Uh, a no, ver. no couch for me. No couch for you. A ver, creativo y delicioso. Así que va a tener que hacernos de comer. She's going to have to make us some food, ¿verdad? Jeff, what celebrity uh, does Brenda have a crush on? Oh. Uh, he's not gonna get it. I know it. Probably I know not. it. I'm writing it Probably right now. Not. Tell me when you're ready. I'm not famous, so I don't know. It's not me. Oh gosh! <laughs> Come on, Jeff. Be creative. A las tres. One. Dos. Tres. Uno. Cero. No. Uh, este Jeff dice Ryan Gosling <laughs> y Brenda dice Tiburcio. I'm sorry. Oh, eh, no. Este. Oh, no, espérame. espérame. No, no, no. Es, es que no traigo los lentes. Dice... Eh, Michael Fassbender. Ah, Michael Fassbender. No conozco a ese. No, no conozco a ese, ¿verdad? Yeah. Close, Jeff. Close. I mean, Ryan, Ryan Gosling is like a smaller version of Michael Fassbender, no, right? No, no, no. I, I not know who these people is, eh? Pero it's okay. Honestly, me too. We're in the same. Uh, <laughs> okay, amigo. It's the, last, it's the last question. You're not doing very good, amigo. Pero no se preocupe porque los otros tampoco. A ver. Jeff, what candy would Brenda use to describe your love life? Is it A, Sour Patch? B, pop rock, C, fundi, o D, hot tamale. Oh, gosh. Uh. Ta tamal, tamal, le faltó la S. Ta hot tamales. Okay, okay, let's see. Eh, a las tres. One, two, three. Este, Jeff dice pop rock. Oh. <laughs> y Brenda dice sour patch. Híjole. Oh, no. Amigo, la, la, le faltan vitaminas, se me hace, is what Brenda is saying. Eh? We're going to need a romantic weekend in Rosarito. <laughs> Rosarito. Okay, yeah. to, make, to, go, to get to hot tamale. Okay. To, to get to hot tamales, ¿verdad? Es que es lo que pasa, you know, you're thinking you're very good, and you're not very good. Es que, more, más vitaminas, amigo. You have to get more vitaminas. Sour patch because it's like, you know, in between a lot of time. Ah. Wow. Ah. I don't think you can make that better. You know what? No. You're sleeping on the couch tonight. Yeah. Sí. Bueno, amigos, it's a very fun game, pero ya tenemos que acabarle. You subscribe to Tamarindo Podcast, and, and then you go see me también, ¿verdad? Yeah. Eh, show de Tiburcio on everything. <laughs> okay, amigos, se cuidan. Well, this is our, our Valentine's Day special episode, and we decided that we would uh, ask some of our guests, um, some of our, our Tamarindo podcast listeners, excuse me, what their love troubles were, and, and we got some, some great 
submissions. And this particular question, Tiburcio, we thought you, our, our guest Tiburcio, who's joining us here in El, El Estudio. Tiburcio, hello. I, hello. <laughs> we think you might be able to answer this, this listener question. Are, are you okay. ready to give some love advice? Uh, como dice mi abuelito, no, I, I, I don't know, pero I try, okay? Okay, okay, okay. So here we go. Dear, dear Tamarindo, I love my honey bunny. But his white guy dance moves have me reaching for the nearest bola fideo to console my aching heart. A girl can't survive off country music alone. I need some good old banda and salsa to make my heart feel whole. What's a girl to do? Eh, sí, eso, eso is a very good question, mija. Este, it, 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 the, the, the problem is that he's he not liking the banda music because he he not know how to dance, right? Ah, yeah, yeah. And, and mucha mucha gente, you know, a lot of people they do not know how to dance, right? Mm -hmm. Because they not have a good teacher. Yeah, right? okay. And, and if they take in a class with me, they go and they dance very good. And yeah. I I making the videos on the internet and and the videos they teaching everybody how to make the, the good dancing, the good dancing. Right? Which ones Pe do you recommend? Este, bueno, empezando con la culebra, it's, it's a difficult yeah. one, right? yeah. it's, it's very difficult, mm -hmm. pero if you practice, practice, it, it, you, you do very good, right? Yeah. Otra cosa, empieza y start with, with liking the music. Eh? Así es que, you, you play banda music all of the time, all the time. No country music. It's the same. Country music y rancheras is the same, ¿verdad? Mm -hmm. Country, ranchera is the same. No country music, toda ranchera norteña is the music. It, one, once he likes the music, it, it feels good and he starts moving and then he starts dancing, ¿verdad? Okay. Y si no, un shot de tequila y, y, y así empiezan, ¿verdad? Very cool. Okay, poquito, well, poquito. Thank you. That's very good love advice. All right. We love, we love hearing that love advice from Tiburcio. Thank you. Gracias. Por nada. For the close of our beautiful episode, um, so this is the part of our show where we used to only throw chanclas at things that annoy us, but sometimes we keep it positive and we throw yes. we we do matracas. So if you're new to the podcast, the chanclas is um, a shoe that your mom would throw across the room with perfect aim whenever you misbehaved. Or uh, we, that Tamarindo the podcast, invented matraca. Well, we didn't invent the matraca, but we invented <laughs> the concept that when someone's doing something you like. We want to share them with play, the matraca. play the matraca. matraca. And, and as a reminder, if you haven't seen these before, you could actually download on something called Tortilla Factory. Yes. If you have the um, AOS, the iPhone, you can actually download these little stickers, which are basically um, emojis right. of a chancla or a matraca that you can throw at someone texts at Use someone while texting yeah, yeah. uh-huh and in fact if you've been following us on instagram we you know that you we even have chancla stickers yes and we did a giveaway yes yeah, so you can you can uh can people buy them Luis? i don't know i think we should sell them yeah okay we'll sell them we'll sell them to you for <laughs> shipping and handling plus a dollar how about that um and um we'll get some stickers out to you and you can mail a sticker to someone that thinks that you think deserves, deserves a chancla. chancla yeah okay that was a big intro to tell you this is our outro <laughs> <laughs> so, Luis, who gets your chancla or matraca? 
Well, I think in esta ocasión I'm going to do a matraca. And uh, this matraca goes out to two of our listeners who actually reached out um, last year and I had the opportunity to have lunch with them. Wow. Yeah, it was super cool ladies. Super cool. Um, Nancy and Angie and their Instagram handle is at N as Bailon, Nancy, and then Angie is at uh, China Gomez. They're so great. They love you. Nancy is a huge fan of yours. Awesome. Yes. Uh, she told me to say hi. And uh, yeah, thank you for reaching out because, you know, so we, we keep on doing this podcast, right? Um, but I think when people reach out, like, That just fuels us to keep on doing yeah, it more yes. and more and more. That so. reminds me that I, I still have a chancla for our fans that don't reach out because we've <laughs> we've called for, for some more engagement and participation. So chanclas to the ones that don't reach out, matracas to the ones that do. <laughs> yes. So Nancy and Angie, matraca to you all. They do some great stuff in the community. So gracias for reaching out. Okay, very cool. You? I like that. I like that. Well, you know what? I want to tell you that um, we we should give a big, big matraca to um friend of the podcast, JT. It's a friend of the podcast because he actually donated an amazing piece of equipment to the podcast. And this is making the world, the editing job much easier for producer Jeff. So we have to give a big matraca to JT, our friend JT. Matraca! Yeah. Shout out to JT. And then also, I want to, you know, we used to do this in the beginning and somehow we forgot, but we should give credit and shout out to our producer, producer Jeff. <laughs> so producer Jeff, uh, a couple things to congratulate producer Jeff on. Number one is that he also made an investment into his studio, which is going to help the, the, the production of Tamarindo podcast. Yes. Woohoo, producer Jeff. And then number two, some of you may or may not know, but Mr. Producer Jeff has started a new career leaving being a math teacher into working in tech. So we are so nice. proud of you. Woohoo! And I also happen to be married to producer Jeff. Since <laughs> this is the Valentine's Day episode, I want to say I love you, producer Jeff. You're the best. Thank you for supporting El Show. Yes, um, gracias. We're having so much fun with it, and it's it sounds amazing because of you. So thank you. Look, no chanclas. I mean, there's plenty of things that deserve our chanclas, I know. and I um, know. this episode was definitely on the on the lighter and more fun side of things. But there's a lot of serious things going on, so we have great things coming up. In the next couple of episodes, you're going to hear from um, some of our friends in the Arab community and ways that we can build bridges across communities to um, pr protect our brothers and sisters of, that are Muslim and our refugee brothers and sisters because we all share very similar stories. And uh, very soon after that, we're going to have another amazing guest who wrote a book, My Undercover American Dream, Julissa Arce or Julissa Arce. So these are two episodes that we have coming up down the pipeline. So keep Keep listening to us. Please yes, subscribe. Please. Tell someone um, um, that you that you listen to our podcast. Show them how to find Tamarindo Podcast. Write us a review and reach out to us. Tamarindopodcast at gmail.com. Tamarindopodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. We have a, a great season coming up. And the beautiful transition music that you heard on today's episode is from Las Cafeteras, an amazing East LA-based band that is going to be a guest on Tamarindo on an episode soon. You can check them out at lascafeteras.com. And um, as I mentioned earlier, we have a little bonus gift for you. So if you subscribe, you're going to receive another little gift soon after listening to this episode. Mm, that sounds good. Lots of good <laughs> stuff. So until next time, ponte un suéter. Nos vemos en el suéter.
besties, and welcome to I Am Besties. I'm Stephanie Ramirez. And I'm Vanessa Casares. We're two Latinas coming together to create a space for heart-to-heart chit-chats on everything that matters. From relationship advice to empowering women, exploring spiritual insights and healing trauma, we've got it all covered. We're your go-to besties, sharing personal stories and bringing on inspiring guests for an engaging and entertaining listening experience. I Am Besties, where you'll find laughter, love, and a supportive sisterhood. Join us and be a part of the family. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.